Sir Reginald Fitzurse, or the Bear, as he liked to be called, resembled the ursine creatures he was named for in more ways than one. Large, hairy, loud and strong, with a temper to beware of, his friends and vassals were afraid of him. Although were eager to please him, even the mature yet impressionable Sir William de Tracy. Sir Hugh de Morville exchanged an exasperated glance with Sir Ranulph de Brock, the overlord of Saltwood Castle, and the knight's host. No one has avenged me! Fitzurse quoted their king, Henry Plantagenet of England, leaning forward now and staring at each man in turn. No one has avenged me! he repeated. A clear plea. Brock, Fitzurse's master in the king's household, agreed. King Henry raised Thomas Becket from a low-born clerk to Archbishop of Canterbury, for God's sake. And look how he has repaid him. Tracy nodded with enthusiasm. Yes, he excommunicated Levesque, Folio, and Salisbury, and for no good reason. Brock glanced at him in annoyance. As I was saying, two bishops and the Archbishop of York excommunicated and damned for eternity for crowning the young king. Well, his father, King Henry, still lives. Morville tried to calm the rising tempers, as Brock signalled to his steward to refill the jugs of fine Rhenish wine. It may be customary for a king to crown his successor before his own death in Normandy, but it is rare in England. Only King Stephen did it, and that was just to spite the Empress Matilda. It's King Henry's prerogative! Fitzurse slammed the table again, and Sir Richard Le Bret, still a boy, steadied the now full flagon of Rhenish, then proceeded to empty it into goblets. Morville sighed as he watched Tracy down half in a single gulp. Yes, Tracy slurred. It's nothing to do with Becket. It would not surprise me if Becket meant to depose the young king and try for the crown himself. Always was an ambitious bastard, Brett agreed, then picked up a bone and noisily sucked the marrow from it. Are you sure we arrived on England's shores before Mandeville and Humes? Yes. I have had my men patrolling the coast to slow them down. They failed me when they allowed Becket to beach from France. They will not fail me again. How can you be so sure? Fitzurst asked, pointing a half-eaten pheasant leg at his host. Brock laughed. Oh, I can be sure. One captain lost his head. The rest all want to keep theirs. Morville drained his wine, once again regretting Fitzurst's choice of ally. The other men laughed, and Morville realised they were well into their cups. He poured more wine and drank again, and their cups may well be the only way they'd survive this day.